Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the film Nobody, which stars Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nielsen, Christopher Lloyd, Humberly Gonzalez, Aleski's Alexi. I mean, are you looking at what I'm looking at? Uh, um, Alexi Russian name. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Russians in this movie. Um, RZA, Araya Mengesha. I think he's a pivotal character. But essentially, this movie is about this guy who's kind of stuck in the hamster wheel of life. And all of a sudden, he is in the middle of a home invasion, home robbery, where his home is being robbed. And as soon as he's about to actually beat up the robbers, he stops and loses all his dignity within his family and at work. But this sets him on the path to get it back. But what did you get from Nobody? So I um, I enjoyed Nobody in the middle, I think, and in the very end. I found most of it to be pretty boring, honestly. Um, <laughs> And, and because there's nothing too major. I mean, we've heard this story before. Um, you know, I'm out of the game. I'm retired. I want a normal life. The game calls him back in. You know, he reverts to his old ways, gets in a little trouble, and kills everybody in the end. And that's what happens. So, I mean, it's a pretty predictable story. Um, I liked how it was told. There were, you know, the narration is pretty interesting. Um, I think the funniest part was the kitty cat bracelet um, when he's asking the guy, where is the bracelet? <laughs> He's like, Very oh, pivotal. That was a pivotal moment. That's when he snapped. He, and his, when they got the home invasion and the bracelet went missing, that's the last straw. That's my daughter's bracelet. And um, so it was pretty, that was pretty funny. It had some comedy in it. Um, my favorite character was the grandfather or the main character's father, um, Christopher Lloyd playing David Manzel. I just thought it, I thought it was pretty funny. You know, he's ready for anything, ready to go. Yeah, he was ready to go. Um, do you recognize him? Yeah. I mean, he is um, Hollywood. Uh, he's a legend. He is Doc. Um, at least that's what I think his most like popular role has been um, in the Back to the Future um, trilogy. And, you know, everything else in the 90s and early 200s, or 200s, early 2000s. Um, he's not that old. Um, but he's there, and I think he did well in this. I didn't realize, um, I mean, I guess he was, thought he was old back then, but he's got a lot a lot older. He is 82. It's still good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked old back then with Back to the Future, and it's been about 30 years since. So, <laughs> yeah, you know... <laughs> But um, yeah, Nobody is a film for 
pretty much nobody. Even though, I mean, I did, <laughs> I did enjoy it. Um, it's an action-packed film. It, yeah. I mean, the the story is pretty simple. Nothing that's too complex. There's a guy who, you know, is tired of living this regular life. You know, just wash, rinse, and repeat. And then, you know, something happens, and he goes off. But um, the best thing about this film that I liked was the kind of fighting that they had, where it didn't seem like he was just destroying everybody, even though he kind of did. <laughs> he <laughs> he still had to. Well, he, he he still got some marks on himself. Like he actually still got beat up. I mean, in, in a lot of these movies, the main character gets unscathed and just beats up everybody with effortlessly. I see what you're saying. He he had some moments where he was down and, and took a minute to get back up and he got some licks and, and some bruises as well. Yeah, he, he definitely got beat up. I mean, he is it's not one of those films where the guys just shoot, shoot at the ground and not the actual person. Um, and he takes a lot of hits, but he's able to get back up and keep going. But um, it's a pretty, um, I wouldn't say it's, well, you can't say it's average. I mean, it's really nothing <laughs> special. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting, but I think you've seen this before. It has um, a mix of Taken and what's the movie? Um, what, Keanu Reeves. Um, oh, um, oh gosh, like I have not, yeah, I haven't seen any of them, but I know it's just like it. John Wick, John Wick, yes, it's a mix of Taken and John Wick, and just a whole bunch of fighting and shooting and some kung fu moves here and there, but um, (laughs) just straight action for the most part, which is nice. We didn't need too much story, um. I don't know if I would have wanted more, honestly. I think it did a good job. We didn't have a bunch of random old uh, action stars make guest appearances. Like sometimes that happens. You think about the Expendables and stuff like that. Random Sylvester Stallone or Terry Crews from out of nowhere as a sidekick. Like that was it. We didn't have that. So that was um, good, I guess. That was different. Um, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing spectacular. Yeah, nothing spectacular. Um, I, I think people can really enjoy this film, but as soon as you stop watching it, nobody's going to remember this. I actually kind of forgot some of it. I was just like, huh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I mean, it was yeah. nothing special. I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a movie um, <laughs> that you can, in fact, watch. but. Um, I, I don't expect any awards out of this. Um, it was Amazon Prime, right? No, no. You can rent on Amazon Prime. That's what I saw. It was in the theaters. That's new now. You know, that new normal. Um, I'm not used to things being in theaters and optional on the streaming services. It's been the other way around for like a year now. So that's different. Yeah, that's really different. And I think it'll probably be around for a while. I mean, until people kind of feel comfortable going out as much. I mean, there's 
probably plenty of people who still want to go out and take the mask off. But right. just feeling comfortable in spaces like that. Yeah, it's it's totally coming back. Um, but I think this film, I mean, if anything, is a part of that coming back to theaters. This is this is the film that um, has, is, I feel like there's always one of these playing at some point um, in the theaters, right? There's always some random action thriller rated R. Um, maybe you saw the commercials, maybe you came for it, maybe you just saw it. Um, as you're walking by, which thought you watch it. I think there's no, I'll say there's no real flaws with it. I think it's written pretty well. There were no parts I was like, that's unbelievable or no way that would happen. I think that was, it was pretty well put together. Um, yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's pretty simple. There's not much that kind of throws you off course. Um, I mean, basically there's a robbery that happens there's this that that happens to the main character, um, Bob Odenkirk, and then he he finally realizes, hey, I need to go back to my old ways, and he's set on this path. Now, I feel like if he would have just done something else, like looked a little harder, yeah, most of this movie would not have happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't have to go and kill those guys. Who broke? Who jumped the train or jumped the bus? Um, he could have beat him up. He could have saved the girl. He didn't have to, you know, kill them or or, or beat them to the, you know, or be permanently scarred like Batman. Uh, if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have had the Russian mobster on his tail, and he would have been out. Um, but no, he he wanted to to punch some stuff after his house was robbed, and uh, kind of set this movie in motion. Yeah, but before that, the thing that sets him off is his daughter's uh, kitty cat bracelet, which he finds later on in the film just under the chair. Right, it was in the house. So if he would have looked a little harder, he could have avoided all of this. Yeah, and I think that's funny. I think that's it's super, <laughs> like, in a way, like, it brings it back to real life and parenting and just when you're mad at the world, doesn't matter what it is, something's gonna make it tip you off and you're just gonna go on a rampage. And that's what happened, even though it was not necessary at all. Yeah, he loses his mind over his daughter, which is justified, but his son who gets punched in the face, <laughs> he's just like, ah, oh, don't care about him. <laughs> but he came back at the end, he's like, you took a good punch. <laughs> After he told him about it, because <laughs> his, his son was just like, F you, um, I had the robber in my hands and you told him, told me to let him go. Um, and I, I don't know. I can see both sides just because of the way that the movie played out, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but let's let's actually get into the story. So yeah. um, Bob Odenkirk is the main character. He's just going through everyday life, you know, Monday, Tuesday, all the way to Saturday, you know, just going to work, constantly missing the garbage guys. I mean, he does not put the trash out in the front, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm pretty sure his wife tells him to do it every time. Right. Um, he punches the clock in at work, goes home. Wash, rinse, and repeat every day until this one 
night where these two robbers come into his house and he catches them and um, they see him, they see each other. And as they're talking, his son jumps on one of the robbers while he has the club, the um, golf club in his hand. And as he's about to hit the one with the golf club, he sees, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't do this. And he tells his right. son, <laughs> get off of him, you know, just let him go. And the uh, one of the, the robber who had the son on top of him punched the son and then they end up leaving and just taking whatever. But at this point, his family's, well, more specifically, his son is really mad at him because he said he had him, which he really did. He had him kind of in a chokehold, which was really good <laughs> and brave. But um, his son, his whole family's really mad at him, except his daughter, which is, I mean, she's right. like naive to everything because even she still f feels safe in the house um, because he's there just because, you know, she's daddy's girl. Um, but everybody else, they're just like, ah, oh, man, I can't stand him right now. <laughs> um, but he comes back home after work one day and his daughter asks him, Hey, I can't find my kitty cat bracelet. And then he doesn't even think like, doesn't think at all. Doesn't even think to look for the thing. He just like, they took it. Those robbers who came into our house, they took it. I'm going to find out exactly where they are right. by going through all these steps, going into a tattoo shop, flashing my FBI agent badge. Expired. Badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he catches up to them and just starts beating them up. Or more specifically, the guy. This is actually a couple, the robbers. Um, and he actually got his watch back, which was one of the things that they stole mm -hmm. from him. But they end up not even having the uh, the bracelet, even though um, they were the robbers. So he goes back home on the bus, and just these random guys drive up right beside the bus that he's that he's riding on. They're all Russian guys. Um, somehow they get on the bus, and then he just starts beating them all up. Now. Whenever that happened, whenever they drove up beside him, I thought it was it was like the robbers uh, gang or something like yeah. so somebody that was affiliated with those two robbers. Yeah, I, I could see that. I was. Uh, honestly, there were some parts where it's like, where is this going? And I, was, I kind of <laughs> like started daydreaming like what what is going to be the story here? What is what am I watching? <laughs> is it the equalizer? Is it taken? What are we going for? And then something would happen like, okay, there's action again. Let's pay attention. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, nothing really happened without the action. Um, yeah. The, the whole catalyst for all of this happening is the kitty cat bracelet, which is funny in itself. Right. Um, but he rips all those guys a new one, literally has one guy breathing through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He didn't have to do that too. He could let him die. He said, no, you're going to, you're going to wake up. You're going to remember this. 
Yeah, and one of those guys just happened to be the brother of a Russian mobster. Right. Um, and he's big into, um, you know, clubs and singing. And he has a right-hand man. I'm not sure if that's his brother also, but his name is uh, Pavel in the, in the film, the black Russian that nobody's ever seen before, which I thought was funny. Yeah. I didn't know if they were going to kind of do like a, a racist thing, but they played it all for a joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just kind of snowballs into just a back and forth between the Russian guy and his mob and the main character, Hutch Mansell. Um, and up until this point, Hutch Mansell is just some normal guy that we don't know much about until it's revealed that he has a past in the military where he said that he was just an auditor, but he was more like an assassin who just took care of things. Um, I didn't know if you had any thoughts. Oh, no. I, this When I said I really just enjoyed the very middle and very end. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it was at. All this stuff was like, okay, we get it. It's his brother. Um, he's on a hunt to find him. That's cool. Um, but then I really wasn't excited to the end when he got his revenge on all of them. Um, and had some many boss moves in conversation with the Russian guy. Um, but the, the middle just kind of lost me. I mean, I'm trying to think what was the middle because this it, this film is pretty short. It is pretty short. And I guess, so, you know, there's a break in. I feel like it goes pretty slow until then. And you, you walk through that. And then you get to the um, the bus scene, which I thought was pretty cool. And... After that, I mean, it's just a bunch of conversation. Um, he, goes, <laughs> he just tries to go back to his life as normal. You have the Russian guy like, who killed my brother or who like attacked them. Um, yeah, it just wasn't that interesting to me. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I wasn't feeling it too much. Well, <laughs> well, going into this film, I thought it was just a throwaway movie because it's named Nobody. Like right. who who names their movie nobody, but I, I can see why when you actually watch it. But this is not anything special. I see why, and I will say I do like the setup because he's narrating in the beginning, and it's kind of like awkward narration because at some points it's real time, and other points some of his feelings just kind of hard to figure out why. But you forget he's being interviewed, and I can't remember the first scene. Do we see that? We see him being interrogated, or is that to the end? Well, yeah, that's right. So it happens in the beginning and the end. Right. I didn't remember until the end that exactly. he was being interviewed. I completely forgot. And I was like, oh, this makes more sense. And then we get to that point and they, you know, he's interviewing and saying, who are you? And he says, I'm nobody. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like how you wrap that up. Not what I saw coming. Forgot that was a part of this movie. Um, but I'm glad we got here. <laughs> I'm glad it was over. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, but him coming in and, and destroying the, the mobster's place and burning all of his money, making him a nobody, essentially, um, I thought it was pretty cool. It was pretty, I mean, I feel like Taken, they kind of um, wanted that 
I feel like it was, I mean, of course, it was a huge success, love taken, but um, he didn't take down an entire like gang quite like that, ruining them for the future. I mean, destroying all their assets. Um, and this guy did. Now, what I do wish is maybe we saw why or how he got to where he was. He calls himself the auditor. Um, he audits the, the big three letter agencies, CIA, um, I imagine FBI is what he was referring to. Um, and he was just there to kill after they couldn't do their part. I would have liked more explanation on that. How did he know his friend who, went to, who was, he was talking to on the CV radio, right? <laughs> uh, who said he was not gonna come out of hiding, but then did. Also his dad, very cool. I feel like he had one of the best, the middle was his scene for me when he was in the, uh, in the nursing home, when they went to attack him, cause they blackmailed, it's like, okay, we'll find your dad. He was ready. I mean, he disarmed them, killed them, had one of them suffocating while the nurse came and checked on him. I thought that was probably the coolest scene in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't that long. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene. I mean, they caught him. Well, he knew they were coming or like he's always ready. His eyes were closed like he was just sleeping. Right. And and they thought they were just going to take him out. But um, yeah, that was a pretty good scene. Um, some background information would have been nice, but it just sort yeah. of made this movie longer, and I don't know it if it true. needed to be longer. True. Did it, maybe that was on the cutting room floor. I don't know. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, he, I like I liked this dialogue. He said, Dad, uh, just so you know, I, got, a, some, I got, got some stuff to take care of. Dad says, all right, better take care of it. And then he <laughs> does. And he says, well, that's something I have to take care of? Yeah. Well, just look out. He said, no, say no more. Right, it was understood. I like that. I would like some, some flashbacks to there. Why is his grandfather also, or his dad, just as uh, stealthy as he is? Right. Um, pretty cool stuff. Uh, and I was, it was nice seeing him on the screen as well. Um, Doc taking taking some action scenes there. So it was pretty. It, that was pretty fun. Um, the fight scenes are pretty good. The narration is good. It was just, I don't think it's anything special for the genre. I mean, it was an action movie um, through and through, but they just did it well. We perfected this formula and and they showed that with this film. We're yeah, I, mess up. <laughs> I agree. Um, they did really well. Um, there was also one funny part when they were looking for him. So the the, the main Russian guy who is like like the villain um he has a team of people who's trying to look out for hunt hutch mansell the main character right um whenever he beats up his brother and his crew so there's this woman who is i guess she's just a random woman but she's able to get information from anybody and <laughs> she sends she says, I have to send the blackmail package. And right. she sends it to somebody in the Pentagon. <laughs> and it's this random guy. And he's like, what? What is this? And it's like, it's a message that says, I'll send these pictures to your family and friends right. if you don't do what I say, if you don't give this information. And it's pictures of him like, with like, what, what do you call that? I I mean I, I know there's a particular name for it, I, but <laughs> I guess just um, 
indisposed in some awkward situations um, that would have definitely ruined his marriage and family. Um, <laughs> he no questions asked. He said, "Okay, I get what you want. No problem at all." Um, and then he found out that, and this is what was interesting: the files were classified; they were blacked out because this guy is top secret, I guess. And I guess you could argue maybe the feeling, the unknown, makes it cooler, right? If we had maybe gotten that backstory, maybe it wouldn't have seemed as impressive. Um, but all the stuff was redacted and blacked out, so it's a pretty serious, serious guy. Yeah, but for me, I kind of already got that he was somebody dangerous once there was um, when when he was at that tattoo shop in the beginning looking for those two robbers, the main character, yeah. um, he had a certain tattoo already on his wrist that one guy recognized and kind of put himself in like a safe room like, and he said, thank you for your service. So I kind of already got the thought that he was a very dangerous guy and nobody knew who he was. Right. A ghost. As they say in these films. Yeah, that's what um, Michael B. Jordan was supposed to be. And See, I was thinking, I was going to say anything, but <laughs> I was comparing this without remorse. And I, this is better. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Um, this is what that movie was trying to be. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that movie took itself more seriously. Unfortunately. <laughs> And the whole this dream one. sequence afterlife thing. Like, what is, is this Black Panther? What is this? What is, is, did he snap? Is he Thanos? It, was it worth it? I feel like they're having that conversation. <laughs> he was trying to go back to the ancestral plane. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's not really many flaws here. Um now if, if I'm the guy the, his friend who came out of retirement or really out of hiding to save his behind, I'd be kind of mad that I got shot for this. I mean, I told you I wasn't coming and he still came to save his behind and he ends up taking a bullet. Now, he's not like, it's not like a lethal bullet, but still a bullet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he ended up getting shot. Uh, but he walked off. He was like, ah, got shot. <laughs> Not a big deal, though. Didn't make a fuss. Walked away. Was fine. The fact that uh, his father didn't have a heart attack through some of that is pretty impressive. But um, <laughs> he did his thing, too. Yeah. Um, it's like they had been there before. But um, there's also a part where he's first kidnapped. So the Russian guys or the main Russian guy sends his team of people after Hutch Mansell because he uh, killed his brother. And it includes the black Russian and his team. And he gets kidnapped, the main character, but he's able to fight his way out of this trunk and flip their car. <laughs> yes. And somehow he's fine, but everybody else is on the brink of death. <laughs> yeah, but, and they, they find that they find that car. It's reported dead. Three suspicious people were dead. It was on the news. Um, but he was fine. He walked away. <laughs> yeah. In the same car. 
No seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no seatbelt. Um, and the black Russian guy was in there. Well, he was able to survive only for another five minutes to say, you know, yeah, he agrees with there not being many black Russian guys. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what was, that was added, but nice, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely funny. Um, they, they played that for jokes, but um, there's only a few key like scenes in here. It, there's not many scenes that are great with like dialogue that I and can yet think it's of. It's still an hour and a half long, <laughs> but I only remember like ten minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it's like a forgettable movie, but it kind of is because you've kind of seen it before. Um, yeah. But it's not a bad movie. No, I think we're just at that place where it's like. I mean, you get into repetitive nature, and I mean, if it's good, it's good. But um, yeah, been there, done that. And I guess action movies are one of the oldest genres that's been perfected. Um, so just because it's the same doesn't mean it's bad. That's true. Um, but yeah, I'm Not trying to think. It can be like Gemini Man, or you know, what spectacular? So. <laughs> You know, I'll give that movie credit for trying to do something different, but uh-huh. it was not great. <laughs> Revolutionary is the word you're looking for. What? <laughs> Revolutionary. <laughs> I think only you and whoever worked on that film said that. <laughs> Movies decades in the making. Using and the best still, technology. And still decades behind in story. No. On, on making a successful movie. <laughs> We're not going to rehash this. It's obviously how, you know, it's an action film, buddy cop style, but they did it and made it very different. And it was unique and it was great uh, for many reasons. But um, this isn't that. This is same old, same old. Um, insert different actor, insert different villain. Um but yeah, we got we got this. It's it's nice. New classic, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I don't know about classic. I don't know. Something something that's gonna play on TNT in a marathon. You won't be mad you're watching it. Yeah, I mean you can step away and not really miss anything. Oh yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the main point that you need to know is one guy upsets some Russian guys and they're going back and forth. Right. Um. <laughs> One man versus an army. <laughs> and he succeeds. Um, yeah, he succeeds. Doesn't and, lose a loved one. Doesn't have <laughs> any like lasting complications after this. Just went and they did his thing. Yeah. It wasn't and really challenging for him. I mean, he got beat up. He did get beat up pretty bad. But, th- but, but that never deterred like his, his, uh, his will to keep going. No. Because I think the thing that made him the maddest, or the most angry, 
was that they invaded his house, the Russian guys. Yeah. So he had to put his family in the basement and then take care of business. Um, and I'm not sure if his wife really knew the kind of work that he did. Because sure she didn't. Yeah, in one way, it seemed like she didn't. And in other ways, it seemed like she did. Because when he comes back from beating up all those guys off of the bus, he says, oh, just like old times. Right. And she was, like, helping him clean up and um, helping his wounds. Right. I guess they were having it both ways. Yeah. But when the house is invaded, she's just, like, surprised at what she's seen. So I'm not sure. Is that close to his work? Uh, Well, yeah, I can see that, you know, just taken aback by all those dead bodies. Right. But still, I mean, she should have known. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, are there any other key points in this film? Not, not really. Um, do you think it was worth the rated R rating? Um, I think it was pretty bloody. Um, yeah. A little excessive at times, but pretty bloody. Um, I guess I didn't mind it. It's, okay. you, you definitely need that R rating for all the blood that they had. That's true. They were, yeah, they, yeah. he put the guy's neck. Straw in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be like just like oh man he just like destroyed him or funny. A bit of both. <laughs> I did laugh <laughs> and was impressed. Uh, yeah, was he just saving a straw for that point? Yeah. <laughs> well, he found it in that cup. What I thought was weird is Wade took the straw out of the cup. If you go back and, and look at it, or uh, remember, like he found a random cup, and instead of using his hand to get the straw, he bit down on the straw and like pulled it out that way. And I can't remember why. Like, I guess he had a knife in his hand, and but his other hand, I feel like, was free, so he didn't need to put a strange person's straw in his mouth. <laughs> but he did. Hey, he's probably been through a lot of stuff. That's the smallest thing that. That's um, true. Yeah. So. I mean, I did. I did like the part where he actually confronted the Russian guy to talk to him. Yes. But also had this explosive strapped to him. But um, he ended up using that explosive at the end to kill him. But it wasn't really that powerful. Yeah, I guess it did look more like. Uh... Well, okay. So I think it matched what it would have been in real life. Because if you look at like actual bombs in real life going off, videos of that, versus Hollywood style bombs, usually the ones in Hollywood on camera, there's a lot more flames. In real life, it's not as much flames. It's more of just the bang. And I feel like the way they used that bomb against the shield at the end of this was how it probably would have looked in real life instead of it being this massive fireball. That's true, but I was thinking it was going to blow up a whole building. whole building, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way he threatened it, 
you know, before he, when he was in that room, it felt that's what he was doing. Like, I'll kill everybody in here. I don't even care. <laughs> that's, that was his attitude. Everybody in here and myself. Right. <laughs> I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> Actually, he had a whole bunch. He was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just blew up that one guy at the end and he blocked it with a shield to save himself. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that kind of wraps it up for this film. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah, pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Not a whole lot of like storyline getting in the way. Nothing complicates it. It doesn't slow down too many times. Yeah. Solid film. Wasn't too long. Yeah, I like that about it. It wasn't too long. wasn't drawn out. Right. Not, you know, pointless exposition. Um, hey, this guy went to this tour in the military or whatever. But, um, you know, it's enjoyable. It's a fun movie. I'll say right. that. Um, but let's go ahead and give it a rating. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how'd you rate the film? Nobody. I think this is textbook background noise, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I'll say it's high-level background noise because it is interesting. You can't watch all the details. Like, you know, they hide, he hides a family in the basement at the very end of the film looking for a new house. He gets a suspicious phone call and he says, this place have a basement? Or the wife says it. This is place have a basement. So it's like, oh, it's a funny callback to whenever she's locked in the basement because <laughs> um, life is dangerous now. But outside little things like that, if you are doing something else while watching this film, you'll enjoy it just as much. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. High level background noise. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you could almost watch it on mute and get the same experience um, because you'll see all the visuals with all the blood and fighting um, going back and forth. I mean, it doesn't even matter that these guys are Russian. They just no. have a lot of goons and money. But um, Hutch Mansell just destroys all of that, destroys right. this man's whole army and money, really gives him an offer to get out of his life because it's said that he wants a way out. Like, if he wanted to, or if he could, he would just leave H Hutch Mansell alone and wouldn't, right. you know, seek revenge. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, classic high background noise. Yeah. And there were some good one-liners in there from the main character. Like when he takes that his neighbor's car um, <laughs> zero to 60. Right yeah. There, right? Like how, how many seconds or whatever. Like you're about to find out. Like that was pretty, that was pretty cool. <laughs> There's some cool one-liners in there. Um you know, where's the kitty cat bracelet? <laughs> it's under the couch. Right. He was so mad. Um, so there was, there was some of those ones. It's pretty good. Uh, I thought I, I, I enjoyed it. It didn't take itself too seriously. There were some jokes in there. So it wasn't as serious as taken. Um, but it wasn't a, I wouldn't call it a comedy by any means. Uh, but solid action film. Yeah, solid film, you know, fun, just sit back and relax. 
and uh, don't think about it too much. <laughs> don't think about it too much. <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend this film. And um, yeah, that does it for us at AM Reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast and also subscribe. And if you want to send us a message and get featured on the show, click that message link in the description. And thanks for listening.